0: Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Like Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Poston, with my co-host, Jay Peters, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finance. What's up, man? What's going on? Hey, not much. You got another week here, huh? We'll keep, keep knocking them out. <laughs> did you offer a battle of flowers or no? Yes, they did. Yeah, you take off with yeah, them? uh No, no, I did not. Uh <laughs> No no I did not man. Uh yeah, so obviously at work. Yeah. Uh this trying to help out, you know, make sure things get through properly. And um that that took up 'cause I what I, my plan was to get off a little early. Oh yeah. But that did that didn't work. So nah, it never does It seems like every yeah. time you plan for it, never have it never happens. So then the days you're like, Oh man, I
1: know I'm gonna have to stay late. Yeah. So it's like some sort of reverse psychology type of crap. Yeah, yeah. Just doing for a no?
0: No, actually, no. Uh, basically, I, uh, shoot. When I got home, I oh, it was a crazy storm. And that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So when I got home, yeah. So and we didn't this weekend, obviously, just between cleaning. I think we went to the movies last night, stuff like that. But Mario, okay. some Mario, because I've heard some mixed reviews about oh, it. something like it's actually. I don't know. I thought it was yeah. good. I mean the kids were happy. So then it's a good movie. Yeah. Kids are happy. Good movie. So oh, I've seen some it, movies, I don't know what you're talking about. I've seen some crap movies and shows that kids like and I'm like it, it doesn't matter. They had, <laughs> they're laughing. Yeah, it's good to go. <laughs> no, this one yeah, it wasn't bad though. Um I mean for a movie about characters from a video game it's actually pretty good. It was in the sixties. Yeah, and they well I mean it. Dude, it was, actually, it was actually pretty awesome. They they kind of introduced the uh, Donkey Kong in yeah, there. Yeah, I saw the train Yeah, then they also, I guess, like, the the Mario Karts. Oh, yeah, they they yeah. did had that piece in there. Yeah. So, like, it was, no, it was, it was some, I thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely had a lot of good reviews about it. I know, like, some
1: people were, like, it, it wasn't, like, the reviews, were right? I it was, like, a lot of people were apprehensive of watching it because, I don't know, maybe because it was based off of a video game where people didn't. Want to support you for whatever reason, but uh, yeah, I heard it was good. Because uh, the other week we watched uh, Creed three.
0: Yes, yes, that, that was good. good. You, you saw it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh no, God. it was good. So we, yeah, it was that a... basically that was more like a date night. Yeah, me okay. and the wife. Yeah, some uh, the kids were spending the night at a at a friend's house, so that was it was perfect. We just hung out and went to go see that movie, and that was a good movie. Yeah, they did. I? I enjoyed that movie a lot. I think it was like a lot more
1: story, a lot, a lot of good story, especially kind of separating itself a little bit from the the Rocky franchise. But you know, of course having tell own like Creed type thing. I liked uh, Jonathan Majors' uh, acting. Yeah, like not really a good, really spot on. I like the a lot of the dialogue they had between uh, him and Michael B. Jordan's character. Yeah, it was good, and it, it definitely teaches you be careful who you who you run with. Who yeah, I'm associated with and hang out with, and also realize you know definitely be thankful that you're uh, for the stuff that you have because not everyone gets those, those chances. Uh yeah.
0: I think another one is just, you know, over time that person has changed yeah. is no longer that same person anymore. And that was the thing he, he didn't realize. I think he was a little weary about it, but then like really finding out in the end is like, no, he's not the same dude I used to run with. That was, you know, that was cool. that I had my back. Yeah. Uh, also the other thing it taught me is, uh, I need to work out. Oh, uh-huh that's <laughs> yeah, why I love watching those movies because I'm like man that makes me feel any crap because I'm like hey yeah. when you get that big yeah yeah I would worry about the biggest just being cut man because you know a boxer most of the time a boxer it, they're very cut yeah. and uh, yeah and so they train all the time so then it looks like their muscles are there 24-7 you know so yeah
1: <laughs> oh, but yeah the, no I agree that uh, like Michael B. Jordan and uh,
0: Jonathan Majors their physique was like pretty spot on Or like pretty uh, yeah, pretty. So you know, yeah, you know they put some work in, but yeah, because I remember when I was just did a, was that a week of combatives? I had noticed a difference in my body change. Also, it was like, uh, because I I was basically that's the same thing that was happening because we, you we were working out because before you even start rolling as they call it or you know like a sparring. Before you even start, you you got to do all these uh, exercises. So you're basically working out for a good majority. And these this class was a week-long class. So, you know, skipping a day. I think it, maybe skip a day, so maybe four days. But it was four days. And then when I say four days, it's like eight hours a day. And all we did was work out and 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 roll. So basically, it was just switch to a different person. So you were able to do combatives with different body sizes. Mm-hmm. So you you, yeah, used to, uh, you can attack Yeah. It. Yeah, you, yeah. You get used to everybody. So, like, if it's a small female to a large dude, because uh, I remember one dude was like, he was like Mike Tyson. You know and I'm, I'm like, rolling with this dude. It's like Mike Tyson. And then uh, when you have to take a punch, because like, that's part of it, The they had this dude that looked like Donkey Kong. It was like, big. I was like, I was supposed to take a punch from him. It's <laughs> so. Yeah, so it was it was a good experience. i you, you might hear other, uh, you know, service members when they went to co- through combatives, they might not have had all that, but duty station. I was at, like this was the, this is almost like the pre to see if you qualify for MMA. For <laughs> <nine>. like, <laughs> army edition MMA. Yeah, the army. <laughs> yeah, and it was like because I was basically you, you're grappling mostly, and, and the only time you really take a punch is that one. Thing and it's a uh, that's the thing to keep you from being afraid of getting of getting hit. There's a lot of people afraid to get hit. Yeah. So if you're if you're you're already you already know what it's gonna feel like to get hit, then you're gonna push through. So like somebody, so if somebody's trying to punch you while you're trying to uh, grab them yeah. and stop them all together, like you're not, you know, somebody tag you, and you're like, oh no 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 this <laughs> person, <laughs> I don't want none of that. Yeah, 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 No, 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 no. That that wasn't the combo I was looking for.
1: <laughs> it was, uh, it was a, not, a Kevin Hart joke. He said he, he was talking crap to someone, and they came out of their uh, their car. and it was like he started slapping in the Vs. Like they were about to do some like MMA stuff, but he just like, backed up. He like, said, oh, I don't, I don't want that. He's like, he knows some stuff that I don't know. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. But no, it, yeah, that, that that stuff is good, though. Like um, It'll help you get Rid of a lot of fear because the whole point was something like that is if you met somebody that you disagree with at you know just some somewhere public yeah. like a uh, bar, whatever it is, right? And it was a way to like kind of subdue this person yeah, without really having to, to uh, yeah, yeah. So you, you, you don't, yeah, so yeah, you basically don't, don't get too physical with them. So like they show you how to, <laughs> it's like you, it's the clinch, that's what I think that's what it's called, yeah. And it was basically like you're behind them at that point, but they can't punch you yeah. or do anything. It's basically like, yeah. mobilize a little bit. Or the yeah. range of motion is kind of uh,
1: altered. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, then, and basically through that, through that process, the punch is supposed to, you're supposed to get through it. Yeah. Well, I can tell you. From experience. I didn't get them the first time. It was experience. I didn't get them the first time. I didn't get them the second time. I got them the third time. I think he was like, all right, I'm tired of knocking this down." <laughs> <laughs> you're so and cute. He's like, All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you're with no sword. Please. Yeah, they, they gave it. Yeah, they use me as an example of like, you know, when you got that, um, that a lip yeah. running through you, like they, yeah, you don't feel the punches. So like you, you're like after them. Yeah. So yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't feel the punches. I just know I was getting knocked down. That's all. <laughs> Kind yeah, of unconscious. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't unconscious, but I was like, "Oh, oh okay, all right." I like, I will go down on my knee, and then I, I get back up. And then, yeah, what the do? Dude, did really have to hit me hard. He was big. Yeah, you're like, I mean, nah. <laughs> it was just like all mats right there. a Yeah, but uh, that was that was a good experience. But yeah, that's what it made me think about. That's like, dang, I want to get back in that type of shape. But that's that's hard work. Well, it's a lot of dedication, not necessarily like a lot of hard work, but it's like a
1: lot of, of course, time consumption, a lot of focus that has to go. With. Yeah. So when you have, like, everything else and their mother uh, pulling your focus, it's kind of hard
0: to dial into that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, that was, uh, but yeah, so I would like to get back, and that's what that movie showed me, and I was like, nah, I need to get back in shape. I need that shape. Yeah, that's, that's, a that's one shape. That's the shape I want. Yeah, so that was that was a good one. See, man. you got got me off track talking about that movie. That was a good, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> absolutely wonderful movie to get off track.
1: Yeah, I think the the scoring and the uh, the audio for it was really good too. I like the that they so at the very beginning of the movie they play the song called "The Watcher" by Dr. Dre, right? With, yeah, you when know, they're younger and stuff, because at that time that time period was O two, I think The Watcher came out in, like whole once. Oh uh, yeah, and then later on in the movie, when Michael B. Jordan's character is uh, working out and doing like the montage, they play uh, another rendition by J. Cole, and it's called uh, "Adonis's Interlude." It, it sampled the Watchers song, and uh, Dr. Dre also helped J. Cole with that song. But, yeah, I thought that was a, uh, I thought it was good. I thought that like those type of things. Well, because it shows like you know, at some point, you know, this is what the normal was, right? This is how. Yeah. You know, when we were boys and stuff, when we were younger, uh, you know, we'll listen to the song. But now there's a change. Right. You know, it's 20, twenty, thirty, yeah. however many years it is later on and something has to flip. Right. So this is the new rendition of of a similar situation.
0: Yeah. No, that was no, it's just it, it does remind you is like you that one at once you knew this person, but then, you know, you never know when years pass like that and then his, his life ended up being a whole lot rougher, right? Like yeah, and and when you, someone who's got, they're no longer on the streets anymore, they've been pulled into the good life, you know, they get a, they get a little soft. Yeah. And, you know, like, but he he wasn't soft, but because he, he could, you know, box, or whatever, fight. But, like, soft as in, like, that, that you know, yeah, yeah. So, like, the, the, the understanding how you can't trust certain people yeah. at certain points in their life, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think a, a good part of that, especially at the end when, uh, Jonathan Major's character was like talking to, to Michael B. Jordan. He was like, he basically, so, well, that's one of the things I liked about him is that at that point he admitted that it wasn't Adonis's fault that he was in jail. It wasn't Yeah. Because right? it was already like, yes, at that specific moment, like, Adonis probably added to it, but it was yeah. his choice to, to pull out the gun. And it wasn't just him pulling out the gun that forced the, the jail sentence. It was because he was doing other stuff on top of so yeah inside of jail. Yep. So it's yes, you could blame Ledonis. Like you could say, hey, you're the reason why I went to jail. But <laughs> reality you wouldn't have gotten in jail if all those other things were took place. And I'm not saying it's yeah, it, fault either. Like he definitely didn't grow up in like the best area and based in the best circumstances or environment. But <laughs> you can't blame the other people around you for those types of circumstances.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think he was because he ran, I think that was the other thing. He probably wanted it, you know if I'm going down, you go down with yeah. me. And that probably was the other thing too. Yeah,
1: no, and I feel that too. But I, I mean, that was something that Adonis had to kind of come up with as well, because I think he also felt was called responsible before for Damien's life, and that's why he was uh, giving him all those handouts or, or not necessarily handouts, but giving him opportunities <laughs> that you know maybe, maybe yeah. weren't afforded to him. So yeah, no, I think that was a good,
0: good thing. Yeah, well, and see, that was my thing. I already knew. He was gonna. He wasn't gonna get a chance to beat Adonis. It was gonna be a good fight, but you gotta think about it. Somebody that's been training to be an actual boxer versus somebody that was kind of. It's almost like street boxing, right? You even he, tell by his moves, like the way he would block. Yeah, it was like different. Yeah, and stuff than like how a boxer would block. Yeah, it
1: was like or unconventional.
0: Yeah, so then you know you got somebody that's been training for years this way, using different coaches. You know going different places, seeing different styles of boxing, and you got somebody, the only, he's contained in a box, you know what I'm saying, You know, or, or a building, right? And you only have so many people you can box that has all these different styles, versus you go all over the world and box different people. Well, have my favorite analogy to that type of stuff is, uh, like, the, the frog in a well type of thing.
1: Yeah. Or you're a frog in a well, and the only view of the world that you have is what you can see outside the well. As in from the from the yeah. very narrow tilt. If you were to get out of yeah. the well, you would see that the world is a lot larger. There's a lot more things out there, there's a lot more experiences out there. So yeah, and no, I, I didn't actually pull that, but no, I think that's a great um like uh way to review why why Damien wouldn't have won against Adonis.
0: Yeah. I mean obviously you're gonna make it a, a hero movie too at the yeah. end. So like, you know, like yeah, so you know because he's he's, you know I guess struggling with something internal and external and because I think his mom was getting sick everything yeah so yeah so it's yeah at the end you know that's going to happen but then I'm just using more logic like if you were to box somebody like he would have to keep doing that dirty boxing that he was doing the beat to beat somebody that actually knows how to box
1: you know yeah I guess he probably wouldn't have won that first fight if he didn't do some of the dirty stuff
0: yeah yeah, I mean, it made him uh, understand weakness. He looked at like whatever the person's weakness is, and I let me drill in on that, and then get him weak, and then I take him out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess all that to get to our our topic for the week. <laughs> yeah. All right, this one here is uh, be the superhero. You need it. Yeah. yeah, and I know we we had you know kind of switched our title up a little bit, but it was kind of it, that way. I I understood it more. You know, like it kind of resonate with like the past. Uh, And I know this is is your title, uh, but it it definitely made me think about my past where, uh, you know, you're just you're you're, it's like you're just going. You don't feel like you're in a right direction. You're just going and you wish you knew the right people or you had the right mentors. You had the right, you know, the right people in there that, that tell you exactly, you know, where you want to go or at least give you this roundabout, hey. I know I see you and I hear what you're saying and if you're talking about this, then you probably should go over here. You know, like, this is th- this is where you need to go, you know. This is the right school you need to go to. These are the right people you need to hang around, you know. Yeah, and that's the knowledge you would want to, you know, pursue more and stuff like that. Yeah. Is there, like you said, people you want to talk to or even hang around with just to so get that actual knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, for, for you, I don't know have uh, you, you know, been in a situation where you just wish you had had, because, you know, you're You seem like you're going in the right path to me, you know? And I, you know, I, I see you almost every day. So, (laughs) so like my,
1: my reason for coming up with the, you know, be the person or be the superhero that you needed was that, you know, there, and probably everyone has gone through this, where there were times that there were lessons learned, like life lessons learned, and you definitely learned them. uh, I know you could have learned them in a hard way, but what you would want to do is, be the person that you needed, uh, or be the superhero that you needed in that moment. So, say if you know you see someone that's uh, having a problem, you would know, say paying bills or they don't know how to budget, or you know, say if it's uh, on the military side, if you see a junior enlisted and you know they don't know how to get collateral duties or additional duties, you know, make a difference, make an impact in the in the unit. Right? Those are the things where you could be that person. You could have been the person that you needed. Right. You could have just put them in the in the correct path. You know, like, hey, if well, if you want an initial duty, you know, and if you're great at PT, then you can go run PT. Right. Go ask these people. Hey, they'll, they'll get you situated for that type of situation. You know, if there's someone that's you know, trying to get a house, I'd be like, okay, well, this is what I went through when I had to get a house. You know, I've gone through FHA loan, I've gone through conventional loans, I've gone through VA loans. These are my experiences, these are the people I talk to. You know, these are the lenders, these are the realtors, you know, all these types of things that you could have benefited from at that point. But because you didn't and you had to go through the school of hard knocks, now you can teach
0: others. That. Yeah, I, I, I do see that. And that's kind of why I like sharing my experiences on the podcast is because I've, I felt like I've always took the, the wrong way and then have to recorrect myself to get to the right way. I guess anytime that you want to be successful at anything, it's never easy. Yeah. So it's like you, you, you go through all these tr- this trial and error, uh, and then I th- just like one of your uh, one of the topics before was like fail fail fast, you know? Yeah. So like y- you know you try to get get places so you can like okay this is not working for me let me go let me go try this yeah. you know instead of being so conservative about the the moves that you you take you so long to come back. But then as soon as you like, you know, you do something really quick. Let me, let me try this Oh, That doesn't work. Let me try over here. Let me try. And that was kind of the thing I did, you know, while I'm growing up, you know? And like I said, it, it takes a while to, to even consider yourself really grown. <laughs> Cause you, you go through all these life experiences, you go through the different things, like your, your relationships, you go through different jobs, you go through, you know, it's all these different things and they all add a part of you, uh, to make you a better person. Yeah. You know, as they always say, you know, you, you put more tools in your toolkit as you keep, you know, living and, and growing. So wow, I definitely agree. Um, and
1: kind of like going off of what, I, what I had typed here is that to be the superhero you needed me to embody the qualities, values, and support that you wish you had received when you were going through a difficult time or facing a challenge in your life. It involves recognizing the gaps or shortcomings, of the support you received in the past and taking steps to fill those gaps for yourself and others. So, yeah, no, I mean... And, you know, that's kind of like the entire premise um, of this topic. And I think it, I think it does help us, especially, you know, like, say, if we're talking about on the podcast, I think you can do it in like levels as in like, how many people can you influence with it? You know, like, of course you can say, you can tell your kids, right? Because you've definitely gone through a lot of stuff you can inform them. You you know, I joined the military for this reason, you know, I went through life during these times, you know, I got an apartment, I did all these things and that's what led me here. And I may or may not want that exact thing for you. Like maybe I would want things to be a little bit better for you. So I'll, I'll kind of push you towards this or I'll support you in sports. I'll uh, make sure that your grades are good because you know, that wasn't necessarily offered to me. I'll give you advice on like whether your college is right for whatever you want to do in life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's exactly, uh, uh, I'll say the military helped me figure that out too, that I would rather spend a lot of the, the man hours and the the teaching time on my, my kids more than like someone that that's a stranger that I've just made family. Yeah. Right. Like, cause there, everyone that, that's in the military, you're a stranger at one point, but now you're new, you're, you're the brother, sister, the, the mom, dad, or whatever, you know, whatever, how are you the level of mentorship you are, but wanting to hand that off to your kids instead was kind of the idea. But like I said, without that experience of, being a leader to somebody else i didn't realize i wouldn't realize that i wanted to be a better leader to my children so where yeah i'm helping them pick out the college the university right college or university however you want to see it right and my my daughter we were sitting down one day and that's that's what we were doing we're like trying to decide i know she's about to be 11 but the thing is i'm happy that she's already thinking about mm-hmm. this because i i put on our mind that hey if you want to be an architect this is the thing you probably should be looking sure. at you know I'm not an architect, but I'm an engineer, so I follow an engineer around with the school of engineering. So, like, you know, so, like, those are the things. I'm kind of happy that she wants to follow in that same path, you know. I'm not sure where my son's going because he's still young, but, you know, where he where he falls in that. But, uh, yeah, but so I, I agree with what you just said. <laughs> uh, have you ever thought of uh, doing, like, a, like college tours with the daughter, like,
1: while she's still pretty young?
0: I have, and uh, I'm glad you, you bring that up because here where we are in Texas, there's a lot of universities around yeah. here, so that This is probably a great place to, to like, hey, start it out uh, and just just have her go take a look. Because, what, down the street, I say down the street, it's about an hour away. You got uh, UT, the big yeah, UT. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so, like, you know, and that's probably a really nice university. Probably change, change someone's mind about what direction you want to go. Like, I hey, I wanted to go to LSU, but, oh, but I didn't know we had this down the street, you know. Like, or a
1: like. Oh. Oh. Uh, like for that you were saying architect and stuff. And I heard like UT Austin has like a pretty good architectural program there. So. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I think it's just the exposure because, you know, it, it's great to look at things in paper or on a computer, or stuff like that. But yeah. I think actually experiencing yeah. it and, uh, you know, kind of being in the moment for like a, a list yeah. bit to really, because it helps you like really envision like yourself being there. Right, like, hey, I could see myself being in that hall. I can see myself being taught here. I can see myself you know, living in the dorms here. Whatever it is, yeah, I think it's it's good to because you know we like to, say, you know, kids have a lot of imagination, right? And they can, you know, that's why like, you know video games can not be good. That's why you know playing around, playing sports <laughs> can also help with that. But I think you're exposing them to those specific type of things that you would want to yeah. them to go through.
0: No, that's because uh, my dad has. Uh, taking me to, it, it was like his old school, yeah, Mississippi State is where he went, and that was probably the only time he's taking me to a university like that, but see, I wanted to do something different, you know, with my daughter where should, we get a chance to see di- you know, different places, go different places, if we're, say if we're visiting a different state, let's go check out the, the local university, I was like, to see, was yeah. yeah. that
1: yeah, if you didn't ask to get know, a, a new order or something, t- check out like you know, Tampa or Miami or over that yeah, local colleges.
0: Yeah, so and it's just to give you a different perspective because if you only hear about the things that's in your your neck of the woods, you'll end up going there and then not trying to explore anywhere else. Because I I think uh, you know I won't say that was the biggest influence because my dad did mention that he would mention certain schools a lot and then they stuck in my brain. I was also you know looking at I remember what had me interested also in college. I, I, it was a magazine around, but it was from a certain university but it was their basketball mm-hmm. team and it just uh i, I think that kind of like made me realize also i wanted to go to a, a university mm-hmm. uh it was because of like cool stuff like that having sports around mm-hmm. then culture would be uh, like slightly yeah more. yeah but then again right so you know going back to what we we're saying about you know someone being a superhero so like i have people in my my path that's can mentor me right but then are they mentoring me to what i specifically wanted to do right? So if you have somebody to come in, swoop in and like, hey, I hear you want to be a mechanical engineer. Guess what? These schools are great for yeah. that. Hey, you you know, like, it, it's like, this is what it Like, yeah. this is what you <laughs> want to do?
1: You know, maybe I have like an intern or someone that does internships for a things. and Check it out. Yeah. Actually figure out if this is what you want to do. And that if you do what yeah, do, you know, here's the schools, here's the people to talk to. You know, just, you know, put it yeah. in time, put it in the, the work and you'll get there.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I was the same, like I have the background to tell my, my daughter where I was like, okay, well, if you know it's a subject that you're weak in, but it's needed in engineering, you might want to get stronger there. All right. So like if it's math that you're weak in, okay, you get, get stronger at math. You know I mean, cause you love science, but then math is get weak. All right. Do a little bit more. And also don't, you don't know, slip on your writing and your, uh, your, your grammar and all this stuff. Right. It's just make sure you can do it all though. Yeah. But you know, you know, it's always going to be a focus. You're always going to be, Good at one thing than the other, but the thing is to try to like learn how to gain that extra knowledge, right? Fill in those gaps to make you better, you know. And see, that's something I learned as I got older, you know, learning how to fill in gaps, you know, instead of like, oh, I don't know how to do it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So a- uh, I definitely heard that uh, filling in gaps. Uh,
1: I forget it was like a, I think it was like a podcast or like one of the motivational speeches I was listening to when I was in high school. Yeah and it was uh, learning to fill gaps and for the longest time I didn't understand what that meant no maybe because I was younger uh, I couldn't fully I guess grasp 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 concepts but um, but honestly like I didn't realize but I was doing it so in my first job I was working at Peter Piper Pizza over there in the the forum and uh, I would do more than just whatever my position was for that day because I would do like you know cashiering I would do making pizzas I would help in the game room I would help Hostess it is uh with the parties and stuff, I would do, just do it all. Right. And I would really care because sometimes I will host, like a lot of times I will host parties, birthday parties, and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I will do the gambling type stuff. Uh, but, you know, if I had the opportunity to, to help other people, you know, and say if other hostesses need help, if the cash, cashier needed to kind of clear out the line or something, or if people need to make more pizzas, like I would do, I would just do it all. Right. And it, it wasn't because, I like, I wanted to fill the gaps. I just saw the, people need help and I, mean, I just kind of rushed in to help. Like, that's just kind of what my personality was and uh, it yeah. is, but no, I, I definitely after hearing, you know, filling gaps and like identifying gaps, just continue to do that. Like say if uh, you have like new people and you don't really have like a great onboarding program for your team or for yeah. your company or whatever it is <laughs> then you know, you could take it. Uh, if, uh, if you have the capacity and knowledge to do that, you can take it. Like you could, uh, run them through, you know, what our typical day is, what our meetings are like, what our, what our expectations for work are, you know, what are you actually going to be using when you're at work uh, and that type of stuff. That. I think those are good good gaps to fill, especially when you work for like a smaller company because they may not have, you know, all the processes in place like big companies
0: do. Yeah. So I think it's a good way to,
1: to do something that I think is, is kind of fairly small, but it has a huge impact.
0: Yeah. You no, know, that that makes a lot of sense. It, it, obviously, you know, we run into that with the you know, the the programmer on yeah. you know where there's always not a great onboarding for it, which is hard to do, yeah. right? To, to onboard, but the the thing is learning where where are your gaps and how can you provide value to everyone else, right? So, and uh, that and like I said, being on the the program that we're on, it, it actually helped me grow that. Like I like you said, understand the fact that I need to. You know, filling those gaps of knowledge, but then making sure I'm providing value to the team at the same time. Damn. You know, just this is not just for me so I can go, but make sure I'm I'm doing something for everyone else. Yeah, and I guess I'm not sure if we're we're on the next one, but provide guidance and advice. Is that yeah yeah? Provide. That's that what work. Yeah, yeah yeah. Provide guidance and uh, advice. Sorry, uh, drawing from our own experiences to offer practical advice and guidance to others who may be facing similar challenges. Did you, did you say that one already? No, I mean we we haven't really gone through the the list, but I mean you yeah. can got to go through it so that was one of the ones <laughs> got yeah. <laughs> yeah so
1: that's definitely like one of the ones we just covered like craig said you know providing guidance and advice that's kind of part of being like the superhero or the person that you needed as in so like going back to like the onboarding thing there was a lot of things that i wish i knew when i first started that i didn't yeah and that would have helped me so much more like learning about the infrastructure learning how certain things connect learning how why these things are connected, what the actual system does, you know, what the customer expects, what the users expect, what you're actually going to be doing as part of that, uh, that program. So like, you know, what I did would do is like you know, tech, technical exchanges or uh, system familiarizations where I'll just run over the, the infrastructure. I would try to run over as much stuff as possible. While it's a lot, I think if you know, the repetition would help people just recognize certain terms, uh, certain things, so that when they're on the system, they're like, "Oh, this is what this does. This is what that does. This is why I'm yeah. on this console and and on a Linux box versus a Windows box." But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think that the next one is something I, I enjoyed. Me, it's a uh, being a good listener. So to be a good listener, it's about being present and attentive when someone needs to talk or vent about their problems without judgment or interruption. I might remove the problems part because I, I don't like. And it, it's not like I don't like listening to problems. It's uh, because I'm a problem solver. That's a, that's like my mo. Is like I want to solve problems. Uh, I yeah. don't want to solve drama. But
0: yeah, but yeah.
1: yeah but like I, I am a good listener to where if you're bringing me a problem, and maybe it's because I'm a more logical person than I am an emotional person. But it's like if you bring me a problem, I'm going to provide solutions. Where I know I know yeah. a lot of people don't don't want solutions to problems. They kind of just want to vent it out and. And I and I get that, right? It's good to kind of get things off your chest. But at the end of the day, if you're not able to
0: solve them, then you're not able to solve, and then you come back, at yeah. the same, same problem. Exactly. Uh, you're just spinning your wheels and not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. swording surf. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, I, I would, and that's the thing I I learned. But I I learned this from the military. You'll hear this from sergeant majors, right? The they say, hey. I'm okay with you bringing bringing me problems, but bring me a solution at the same time. And that way, you know, you're helping out because if you come with a solution then you got an idea, the, the person that's in leadership can see if this is a good idea or not running through some other people, you know, like, Hey, what do you think about this? Okay. Well, maybe we can tweak it. We can turn it to this, you know, and you never know, but if you are just a complete complainer, like yeah, you're not helping anybody and, and you could be bringing down the morale uh, of your team or the the company or whatever right however wherever you sit yeah and because that was one of the things i, I learned is to stop listening to complainers like i uh I'll, I'll let them talk but like it it never sinks in anymore I, I i think one of my first professional jobs and i was sitting around a complainer and that stuff is infectious it is. like it yeah you you start like all of a sudden, I became a complainer. I was like, I start complaining about stuff and thinking my job wasn't a good job. I'm like, why am I here? And then I realized I was like, you know, obviously, I realized it a lot later when I wasn't at that job anymore. But I was just like, huh. Hmm. So I sat there and listened to somebody else. And then it just, you know, I absorbed that same energy. And then I became the complainer. And that's when I learned that after that is like, hey, you can complain to me all day long. I'm only going to hear the pieces that make sense. Yeah. You know, if you're, if it, I tell it, it's something personal that you're just complaining about and I'm like, okay, all right, that, that doesn't help me here and it doesn't help you here. So, yeah,
1: no. Yeah, and, and I think it, you have to take it into context, right. As in like, you know, when you're at work, I'm not saying you can talk about like personal stuff at work, but they yeah. don't expect like all the personal problems to be taken into consideration when there's work to be done. Correct. Uh, yeah. So definitely, you know, know your audience and, and know where you're at. But I think, you know, the, the opposite is true too, where like you, some people just don't bring things up because they don't, they either don't see it as a yeah. problem or they don't see it as significant as a problem, but you know, in overall it, it could be, or it, it might become one.
0: And if it's not addressed early enough, then it might be a problem that a lot of people won't be able to solve. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I guess overall, right. Being a good listener then that kind of helps you understand how you can help somebody else. Yeah. All right. And uh, One of my big things
1: is that like, a lot of people aren't great listeners. A lot of people are good talkers. Like they like to talk a lot. They like to just say things. Yeah. That's what I noticed when I was like really young, is that wow, like a lot of people just like to hear themselves talk. They just want to, I don't know, converse for for no reason. So like, I I've always not always been a quiet person, but I learned to kind of just be quiet and listen, and you know really pick out what what people are actually saying. You know, the person saying something worthwhile this person just complaining is this person just talking yeah. just to talk yeah i think it, that's what's a good part of being a good listener is that you pick and choose the information that you're receiving
0: yeah and, I, and I, the the part you got in here too without judgment or interruption because like sometimes when you 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 hear to somebody it sounds like it's full of crap but you want to interrupt them <laughs> you, you go like no 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 i think you have this information wrong i think you need to <laughs> but it, but in reality if they got the information wrong or they kind of seeing it the wrong way right uh because you you might be that mentor to help out with that and just like hey let me correct you you know let them let them talk it all out talking all out and then when you get to the end and you go like okay well let's let's start here let's you, you're only thinking this because of this situation and then you, and then if we address that then, then you can move to the next one you know so i think that whole doing it without judgment you know maybe a hard one but like one is needed uh, because especially if it's somebody young, you can always like think, okay, they got a young mentality. That's the problem right now. You yeah. know? But then, but then that's not, that may not be it. That's just maybe that generation, how they look at things. They look at things from a different different angle. And if you can help them correct it a little bit and fine tune it, then that may be something that's beneficial to everybody. Yeah.
1: Especially the, like, the earlier, the better. The earlier that, because at, at some point, they're going to be stuck in their ways, right? They're, they're going to feel like it's like normal or okay for yeah. them to. To say or do certain things, and without yeah. like certain corrections, you 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 may not be improving uh, the overall situation. And uh, I think that, I think that does have like a lot of people just don't listen, and they don't uh, actually pay attention to what people are saying, and they kind of just let them do whatever they want, or not necessarily do mm-hmm. whatever they want, but just continue to say uh, what they're saying uh, without uh, correction. Or maybe some people are afraid to correct others, uh, but either way. Uh, yeah, and then uh, going into the the next point is uh you know being reliable and trustworthy, uh, following through on commitments, uh, showing up for others when they need you, and being someone
0: that others can count on. Yeah, yeah, that one's. I guess that was a big one right there. Anyway, right, uh, being reliable is you say you're gonna do something, do it, right? Uh, being trustworthy in your word, right? Say, you know, hey, if I'm gonna give you this advice, it, it actually is something that can lead you in the right direction. You know. Yeah, you may have to fine tune it to your situation, but this can lead you in the right direction. And uh, definitely one of those things is like finding reliable people in-, in your life, right? To, hey, can I come to you for advice, you know, anytime, right? And then understanding that they're not doing it from a selfish way. Yeah. They're doing it really to truly help you. Because, yeah, i definitely in my, at times of, I felt like it's like darkness, right? You kind of, you sit, sit alone and you're like, I wish, I wish I could do something different. I wish I would do something better. But it, like, in... You know, and, and maybe if you know, I broadcast that more to someone that's, you know, I, I guess has more experience or uh, someone that could actually lead me in the right direction, which is hard to find too, yeah. right? Finding the right people. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have had so much of those days of darkness when I'm just sitting alone, like what, you know, what, what am I doing here? What am I, what, you know, where am I going? Yeah. But, you know, and a good thing I kept the mentality of like, you know, what they say about. Michael Jordan. One of the reasons why he was successful is he kept moving. Yeah. He kept moving around the basketball court, getting getting into a position to get the ball. Yeah. And uh, if I if I was one of those people that just kind of like, you know, all right, now I'm here, I'm stuck here, and I can't go anywhere, then I, you know, I probably wouldn't have made it anywhere. You know, regardless of how long it took me to get to where I want to be, then I would have made it anywhere. And, yeah,
1: you, you so like in the analogy of Michael Jordan, where he kept moving around the court to provide more times of opportunity. Uh, yeah. get the bolt yeah. right? So uh, yeah. no, I think that's a great thing to do, especially like with uh, being reliable and trustworthy specifically. One of the things that I like to do is, uh, so there's a there's a book by Dr. Seuss, and also began with It, it was uh, Orton Hears It Who. And um, one of the things he says is that, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. And I think that a lot of people need to take from that because I think a lot of people would just say things just to say things. Um, they may not mean it. On me, you know, they may have said it like an emotional state or whatever it was. But I, I tend to say things that I mean and I mean things that I say. Meaning, if I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do it. If I'm not going to do
0: something, then I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess to would get down to my next one, whether taking care of yourself, prioritizing your own well-being and self-care, so that so you can be strong be a strong source of support for others. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't it all up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that, <laughs> no, that, that's definitely a, a good point right there. Cause if you can't, if you don't take care of yourself, like how can you take care of them? Yeah. <laughs> no, <I had>, we've <laughs> talked about this a, a few times um, yeah. about that type of
1: mentality or concept. And one of the things I heard recently was don't stop trying to fill someone else's cup with an empty one. As in like, so, You know, just as a person, right? Say you got work for eight hours, you know, you got it at the gym, you got to help the kids out, you got to help the spouse out. Like you're, you're doing a lot of stuff. I mean, and if you're one of those people that is like constantly like helping the other person, like say you're helping your team for X amount of hours, you're now helping your kids with their homework, you're helping their spouse with whatever they need. And now you're trying to help like other people, like you're trying to help strangers, you're trying to help other family members. With whatever it is, by the time you you're able to get to them, your cup is probably so empty or there's not a huge amount of uh, you know attention, um, consideration, time, whatever it is for others. Yeah. So, but then you're still trying to overdo it, and now you're trying to put you're trying to pour uh, very little into someone's cup, right? And I'm not saying you can't do those things, but I'm saying that so at some point your cup has to be filled. Right, you can't just be pouring into everyone else and no one's pouring into you. but uh, it's not like you need everyone to pour into you, but there has to be a point where you kind of say no to say yes. As in, no, I'm not going to do this because I have to say yes, or I'm not have to say yes, I, I'm saying yes to my family. I'm saying yes to, you know, my job. I'm saying yes to me uh, for, like, my well-being. And I, now I'm going to say no to you because of those
0: reasons. Yeah, and, and I mean, so the thought i have about it is when like okay i'll take it simple Was what what uh like my son yesterday right he was helping his sister out all right clean her room but his room still needed to be finished right Mm -hmm. he 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 went and helped somebody else and he still hadn't finished his part which in a sense right the i I put this deal on them if they clean their rooms uh we'll go to the movies right and in a sense right he helped his sister get through her 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 time right but then now he's stuck with, all right, well, yeah, it's all on me now. I, I Now I'm going to be the one. The reason why we don't go is because I didn't finish my part, my work. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we see this too at, uh, you know, at, at us at work ourselves, right? Someone asked for help, but they haven't given anything back to you just yet, right? Uh, and, but you, you're you, over here spending, you know, uh, spending the time helping them. But then you got to go like, all right, now I got to get back to my work. All right, my work got, it has to get done also. Uh, And if I don't, now I look bad because I'm not meeting my deadlines that were assigned to me. Right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's definitely
1: powerful because I think, and especially it happens to a lot of people with your or my type of personality where we're high supportive type of people and we always want to help others is that it's hard for us to say no to them because we do want to help them and we can help them. Like we have the capacity to help them, we have the knowledge, whatever it is, but then We don't know that we're, because we're saying yes to them, we're saying no to our stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, and and that's one of the things too, I just have to reevaluate what will actually take me a lot longer than I think. And sometimes you don't know, right? Yeah. The, the, the work we do, you're like, oh no, 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 that's easy. There's all these little, there's all these little miscellaneous things we didn't account for like, oh, okay, well, well, we'll, you know, like how one of our reasons, which shouldn't be a reason is that the disc. Uh, our disk drives won't accept all the, the uh, what is that the the files off yeah. of it, which is weird, right? And you do not account for that, but now you're gonna miss your deadline because you hadn't figured out how to get around this situation. Yeah. And, but you know, I mean, yes, we have other ways around it, but you know, it's just an example. Yeah. Uh, when it yeah, when it comes to that too, is always like make sure you have a good footing, a good footing before you you step off to help somebody else, well, right? Because yeah, I I think like one of the things that
1: someone told me was like do the yes but or yes and thing is yeah. only, yes i'll help you but i can only give you like 15 minutes of my time or yes and i'll need you to help me with this afterwards if i'm helping you
0: yeah yeah that's yeah that, that's that's the worst thing is if you you fail and you fail only because you help somebody versus if you know you failed in which it was all you oh. yeah so yeah so that that self-care and you know and well-being and if you keep it even you know, you just talk about yourself in general, your health, right? If you, you start worrying about somebody else and you hadn't worried about yourself, you know, you know, think about it. If you, you're telling somebody to brush their teeth, but you hadn't been brushing your teeth, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, like, so as I say, now what it, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? You're like, Hey, let me, let me help you get healthy, but then I'm over here eating yeah. crap, you know? So, yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it it's, it's one of those things you just have to, you know, take an account for your life. If you want to be someone, uh, uh. Uh, a high supportive person, right? If you want to help people, you just got to understand that you got to take care of your pieces. So you don't look like, you know, you're just talking out your butt. you hey, yeah, you do this, this and this, but then over here on your side, you're not doing anything, you know? Well, one of the things like, so
1: uh, one of my buddies, he works for uh, one of the county sheriff's departments and he told me a story, right? He told me a few stories about, so like in that area, there's a few rivers and then, you know, some people, like, during the summer or during this time of the year, they'll go out, they'll do tubing on the river, or they'll just chill in the river. And there was a time where I think a kid had gotten stuck in, like, one of the undertoes or one of the currents, and he couldn't get in. Yeah. So, like, the, the dad went out after him. And I guess the dad either wasn't, of like, the clearest mind, or he didn't know how to swim as well as he thought he did. And he ended up pulling the kid out. But now the, the dad was so uh, so weak or so tired that he couldn't get himself out. So he, he yeah. ended up passing. And that and that's kinda like the, the situation that could happen is that yes, you could help, help him. And I'm not saying don't help the kid, but like definitely go get the kid. Yeah, um, yeah. But also realize that hey, you should have probably also had someone else go with you. Or you should yeah. ask for, you know, some sort of tool, or something like another boat whatever yeah. it was. Backup backup yeah, land. Yeah. Uh, with you, because now you're in a situation where, yeah, and great, you helped him piece out. And that's wonderful. It's actually great. But now you're, you can't get out. And yeah, your, your life is a long. And it, granted, that's an extreme, but I think it's an extreme that some people might end up uh, facing if they continue to do those types of things where they're not taking care of themselves
0: as much as they are taking care of others. Yeah and i guess to you know getting down to uh, the end closing it out ultimately being the person you needed means being the kind kind of person that you would have wanted in your life during difficult times it's about using your own experiences and struggles to help others and creating a sense of community and support that can help everyone thrive yeah i like that i like that closing statement Yeah, yeah all right, and I'm enjoying this. So we're getting down to our frugal and cheap. All right, you got here, growing your own vegetables. You should have said fruit. I don't know. We had to. <laughs> what did you say? Fruit fruit, fruit. fruit. Fruits and vegetables, because we got to grow both, right? Yeah, yeah our, our debate was like, I was talking about tomatoes. I like tomatoes. He's like, that's not a fruit. <laughs>
1: <It> doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I was going to say, that but no, yeah, because and I think we know we know a couple of people that like they'll grow their own vegetables and stuff. And I think it's cool, like growing your stuff. But uh, I also think it's cool where I can
0: just go to HEB and go buy it. Well, I mean, yeah, but then you also know what fertilizer you're putting for, and and what pesticides you're putting on your fruits and vegetables, right? True. Uh, so if you if you were growing them, and then it also gives you this uh, experience too, because like kids think that stuff is fun. Because uh, I mean, we were trying to grow an avocado. I thought we'd grow a whole tree, but we were just trying to get the seed to grow, which we actually did. Uh, and eventually, I mean, it died. No, no, uh, no. we got it. We got it. We got it going. <laughs> so, yeah that that was uh, that was pretty cool. But it, it and then uh, there could be that time too to spend with the family. So, I mean, yes, yeah, not I know this is a frugal and cheap, but it's it's better way. You know, you can use this frugal moment to like help uh, build the family. You know. Hey, look, you don't have to depend on uh, the grocery store. I mean, you can actually go out here and try this yourself. And see me, I'm from uh, a small town uh, where I live with my grandparents that was in a small town. And, and that's exactly what they did. They grew their own vegetables. Mm-hmm. The, uh, they only, I remember at one point before they started to get too old, they only went to the store for, I think, milk because they didn't milk the cows anymore. They had cows, but they just didn't milk them anymore. Uh-huh. I think it was a few other thick butter, you know, it's certain things that they would go pick up from the grocery store, but they literally had a field. And then they also, they had a lot of land. So they would have, um, corn out there. They have greens, tomatoes, they have all this stuff. Right. Uh, and you could just go right outside and pick. And that's probably one reason why they call me lazy too. Cause I'm like, man, it's work. I <laughs> saw <laughs> what I'm saying, man. <laughs> but then in reality, you look how much you're providing though. Like, like, you really, you know, especially with this time of inflation, if someone actually had land to grow their own things on it, I man, it'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, it, the only thing is just, like, preserving it, preserving it long enough so you can um, have it during the winter months. So, you, you're out to invest in having with jars, you know, having mason jars around so you can, you know, preserve all these fruits and vegetables in some kind of way and or, or freezing them, yeah. you know, once you pick them. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's a frugal thing.
1: yeah I definitely think it's it's more frugal than it is cheap because like you said it, it's like you can do quality control on it you can I think that's like the biggest thing a lot of people will grow it. I don't think they people grow it to you know save them money for it I think a lot of people grow it to actually have their own quality type of product and maybe some of them yeah maybe some of them uh it's more for a monetary purpose but a lot of people they you know, there's sometimes other things like the YouTube rabbit hole, like, oh, there's so many pesticides, there's so many hormones in our, yeah. in our food, you know, we should just grow our own type of stuff. Yeah, no, I've definitely thought about it, but I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm lazy as hell. I don't want to, I'm good. You know, I'll just go to the store and go buy it.
0: <laughs> no, because it, it's work once you, once you pick it and then okay. now you have to clean it. So like, yeah, if it's corn, you have to suck it. And if it's peas, you're like blackout yeah. bones, you have to, you have to shell them, you know? And I know they have machines to do all this stuff but how I learned was by hand so they get into the grocery yeah. store <laughs> I know that's why we're, we're so dependent on the grocery store so if they change things that's why we're like going like in an uproar yeah. <laughs> like oh why did they do this 20 more sentences is <laughs> crap
1: yeah alright man you want to close us out yes sir alright everyone thank you for listening to Craig and I this is the Troubleshooting Light podcast we're excited out we'll see you next week Please like and subscribe and share out to whoever you think would benefit. All right.
0: See you next week.